next thing on this on this evening's uh, events is Shauna Jatho from uh, from Vanda Pharmaceuticals to talk to us for a bit. And I know she's here somewhere. Hi, is this Christine? Yes, it is. Hi, this is Shauna. So take it away, Shauna. Okay, excellent. I came in on the later half of the um, banquet there, but um, yeah, what a privilege and great to hear all of you talk about your organization there statewide and chapter-wide, and it is a very important network to be a part of. Myself as a nurse educator and usually having the privilege of meeting with chapter groups in person and just learning about each of you and your community and struggles that you share and joys that you share. Um, I'm just happy to be here and be a part of it tonight. What I'll do is give you a little recap on non-24, share a few important points. I did have a full presentation um, on non-24 this past Wednesday. And we also had one as far as it was recorded, um, an interview, like podcast style um, information on non-24. So what I'll do is just recap and then open up the floor to any questions or anybody that would like to share anything regarding non-24, even sleep struggles. But again, my name is Shauna Jatho. I'm a nurse educator with Vanda. Vanda has done extensive research and we have done some awareness in our communities, um, gosh, for many, many years. But if you can imagine being such a rare condition, it still takes a lot of time and a lot of effort. And that's where I have my passion as a clinical nurse educator to be able to help spread the word on this rare condition, whether you have not heard of it or your doctor has not heard of it. So that if you're totally blind or have limited light perception and are suffering with sleep struggles, it's very important to understand the difference between non-24 and other sleep disorders. The three main symptoms of non-24 is difficulty falling asleep at night, difficulty getting a full night's sleep, or difficulty staying awake during the day. You can have all three of those symptoms but you don't have to. And those symptoms can come and go. It can vary. I mean, and there may be some days and nights where you don't have any trouble sleeping at all or staying awake. Other days and nights where it's extreme and it's really frustrating and affecting the quality of your life. Uh, Whether that's social activities, family time, you go to work or school, when it starts making it having an impact on your day-to-day life, then know that there is help and there's support out there if you're struggling with sleep. I'm going to go through a few questions here. Think if if it possibly pertains to you here. When was the last time you had a good night's sleep? When you sleep, do you wake up feeling rested? How strong is your desire to nap during the day? And how does it change from one day to the next? How hard is it for you to concentrate? What do you do to stay awake during the day? 
So the connection here with those who are visually impaired or totally blind and non-24 is the lack of enough or any light perception. Our bodies strongly rely on natural or artificial light to get a particular signal to our brain to tell us when it's day and when it's night so that we have a pretty routine sleep and wake schedule. Non-24 is different from other sleep disorders. And the main differentiating factor here is the cyclical pattern of non-24. Like I had mentioned, the symptoms can come and go. There may be some times where you don't have any symptoms at all. It fluctuates greatly. If you feel that you're suffering from sleep struggles and you'd like to learn more about non-24, if you haven't had an opportunity to reach out to me yet, um, if you'd like your doctor educated, or if you would like some materials sent to you, whether that's large print, braille, audio, you can contact me personally, and I'll set you up with what we call our health educators. And our health educators work with you one-on-one over the phone to provide as much or as little support. So again, if that's to learn more about non-24 and have additional information sent to you, some individuals like to take this information, read it on their own, get back with their health educator when they're ready. Others know that they have sleep struggles, have some information and knowledge on non-24 and are ready to have their doctor educated. Everybody's at different stages of this. So that's the beauty of the program with the health educator. It's catered to your needs. But you can call me directly at 202-538-0396. That's 202-538-0396. And what I'll do is I'll open up the floor to questions or comments, anything to share, If you would rather have this confidential where you would prefer not to share your name and number at this time to talk with me personally, then you just reach out to me um, and I'll be more than happy to speak with you individually. If you feel comfortable sharing your name and number and you'd like to get set up with a health educator, um, I can take down your contact information and gather some additional information, you know, at a later time separate from the convention. So if you'd like to talk to Shauna, just raise your hand, please. Alt-Y on the PC, Option-Y on the Mac. Uh, If you're on a phone, it is star 9. And on an Android or iOS app, there's a raise hand button right in the middle of the screen towards the bottom. Londa, if you unmute yourself, please. Yeah, let me come closer to my mic. Hold on just a second. Um, I hope I won't be seen as out of order um, for what I'm about to do, but I think that this is something that for some of us, it's really hard to admit that we have a problem. And so I want to share my own story. I have had sleep problems for years, never admitted it to anybody. I would lay awake and watch movies as a kid. I could watch whatever 
night movie or football game my parents were watching. Because I was not allowed to get up. I was not allowed to be the kid who was up all night. My parents made me go to bed. I had to do it. And my parents were very strict about that. So I would lay awake and watch movies. I had a lot of trouble, especially in the afternoon with sleepiness, to where at one point during a math class when I was in college, I hit a bad spot. And a professor who at the beginning of the term had been very willing to help, especially when he saw me, I was following along with the class. And then I hit a bad spot. And he all of a sudden became unwilling to help me. And he didn't know. He thought I lost interest. I didn't know. No one knew. And it wasn't until after I was married um, a few years ago, I had been thinking about it and the treatment had just come out on the market. And our agency did a support group on it. And they brought somebody in to actually talk to us who suffered from it. And the first thing he talked about was falling asleep on his wife when she was trying to talk to him. And within two sentences of his presentation, I knew that I had it. And I went through the process and I got to tell you, it is a process. You're not going to get a prescription tomorrow and start the treatment. It takes a little bit of time to get it going, but it's worth it. So if you have sleep problems at all, I would encourage you to look into it. There's no shame in admitting that you have it or that you might have it and that it needs treatment. It's a condition. You can't help it. It's not your fault. So I would encourage anybody out there who is grappling with problems to at least pursue this and see if it might be you. And I'll go away now. Oh, I appreciate you sharing that, Londa. Nice to meet you virtually. As well, virtually. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and that's what I, I miss the most is being able to attend the chapter groups in person um, to connect with people just, you know, as as a nurse and just as a person. Um, and in groups like that in, in person, I hear some stories, uh, whether it's just been a struggle and frustration of years of sleep difficulties um, or stories of where they've found some relief. Um, And I appreciate that. Sometimes it's difficult in this adjustment that we're going through in this virtual world um, to come together like that to to share, but I appreciate that. Um, A few stories that stand out are and just quick instances of what people like you have shared, Londa, is um, I did a presentation at one of the manufacturing facilities for the blind. And this one gentleman was telling me how, gosh, he kept getting in trouble at work. His employer um, kept coming down on him for falling asleep on the job. And the employer felt horrible after hearing our presentation on this. Um, he said, you know, he really just attributed it to he wasn't being responsible and, you know, getting a good, good night's sleep to be able to come in and work and be productive. Um, but this gentleman just could not help it. It just had an overwhelming urge to sleep during the day. But he was showing up at work trying to do his job. I would fall asleep on clients. Yes. Your trainer and I would fall asleep on clients. And it was awful. Yes. It's not unless someone's aware of it. Can they 
understand that this individual cannot help, cannot help what's going on. Um, a, a mother of a child who was born blind, she actually, the mother was mimicking symptoms of non-24 because she was on her child's schedule. Um, and similar to that is a husband who he shared with the group that him and his wife were having some, some difficulty in their marriage because of his sleep struggles, um, that it was just taking a toll on the entire family. He would be up when everybody else was trying to sleep. So just, I appreciate you sharing that. And, you know, someone here today or may listen later uh, could, could relate, you know, to know that you're not the only one out there struggling, but there is help. And depending on what is, if you're thinking of how do I discuss this with my doctor, what's the next step? The health educator can help to explain that in further detail. And, you know, that would be up to you and your doctor as far as if treatment and what treatment is best for you. Yes. And that's what I did. I actually had a health educator go in and and talk to my doctor and my doctor was very open and we went through the process and I got the treatment. Yes. It's a doctor that you have a great rapport with um, because it's a rare condition, you know, for them to be uh, willing to, you know, learn more about it through our account managers. Our account managers there are specialized um, to answer any questions that the doctor may have, you know, on a scientific level. Um, so it's a doctor who's not familiar, but willing to learn about it. Yes. Carla. Hello. Uh, yes. Um, uh, my name is Carla and I wondered over a long period of time, if I might not have the problem, um, just to give you an idea how um, a strange thing that happened to me is I was, I, I have a cardiac, I have a cardiac condition and I was doing all oh, this jaws and I was doing some exercise and I actually fell asleep on my exercise bike and it's a tall bike and I felt myself falling down and I woke up and I thought I live alone and if I bang my head on something and I'm out that's it and sometimes I'll go to sleep and you know I just fall asleep doing grades or doing something and then in the middle of the night I'll I can only sleep a few hours and are these um, symptoms sort of and the other thing I wanted to ask about is um, the hetlios. I've heard that there's some pretty nasty side effects and I'm on a lot of medicine for other conditions and I was just wondering about that. Yeah, so I appreciate you sharing with the symptoms that you've been struggling with. To say whether it's due to non-24 or not, you know, it's a discussion to have with your doctor, but a health educator, the benefits of a health educator is they can help to form some questions to share with your doctor and also um, symptoms that you're having to jot down so that you'll know where to go from here. What is your next step? And that's where the health educator can help with that so that between you and your doctor um, can determine whether this is due to non-24 or if it's to rule out non-24. And as far as the treatment goes, in, in a, an arena like this, we talk about the condition only and not the treatment because treatment for one person may not be the same for another. Um, but our health educators on a one-on-one -on -one with you can speak about 
treatment itself um, in that setting. Does that help, Ms. Carla, if you'd like to get set up with a health educator? That does either you help. can contact me personally or... Okay, well, that does help a lot, and I, I may be doing that. I, I really appreciate it, um, but thank you so much. Yes. Were you able to jot down my number? Um, could you give it one more time? It's 202-538-5555. Thank you very much. Thank you. No more hands, Shauna. Now, no sooner do I say that, somebody's going to raise their hand, of course. (laughs) Okay, Rick. Nope, nobody. Okay. Well, thank you all again for having me be a part of it. And like I say, especially Rick and Mr. Bergen, I appreciate all of your help and efforts in getting this set up for me. And enjoy the rest of your convention. Well, thank you, um, Shauna, and I certainly appreciate you being here today and throughout the conference and appreciate Vanda's uh, time, energy, and money uh, for PCB. And um, I hope that your um, talks have uh, helped some people to come to a realization about uh, what they might need to do. Yes. If it, if it's helped one person, then it's totally worth it. And thank you, Christine. I appreciate you introducing me.